hello. Why, hello. We are back. Thank you. We are. Thank you, thank you. And we know the first episode was kind of experimental. It was literally about our experiences as kick live streamers, specifically uh, within the last year, and how defined and myself connected and met over time. But today we're actually going to be breaking it down and talking about our memories and our associations with the beginning of streaming, which started for me personally around this time, July 2021. So I just want to thank everyone who actually listened to the first episode, if you did. And at this point, we're probably going to be doing this as a weekly thing. So we're actually back with Divine, who was with us in the first episode, and we're going to be buddying it up for the next few episodes. So welcome, Divine, again. Thank you for having me. I'm excited about this project. So am I. This project is just going to only lead us to our next topics and our next projects but right now i think our focus is going to be mostly about my experiences and so yeah I, do you do you want me to dive right in or i th- i think so yeah i guess i guess we can just dive right in so anyways um well I, I got to share a little bit about my reasons for joining Kick and kind of like what led me to the app in the first place yeah. and what purpose it kind of served in the beginning for me. So how about you share your side of that with me, Campy? You started in July of 2021, 2021. this time last year. Well, correct. yes. Yeah. If I started dabbling into it but I did not really actively go on as much as I would have later on without even knowing at that time so at that point things were shifting into a new chapter of the pandemic of COVID-19 so coming into that I think the world was especially in New York City where I'm at Yes. Yeah. Right. You you had yeah. a different experience for sure. More intense, I would have to say, as far as COVID goes. And a lot of businesses and a lot of establishments started to open around that time. And I was still hesitant about going out into the world, but a lot more brave. So me going into kick had a lot to do with the potential of re- being ready to actually hook up and to actually start dating and meeting people. So specifically, it was for men because that before I even knew there was a live streaming feature I had uploaded the app just to begin with you know because I was meeting men (laughs) from the app and going out on dates with them through group chats through associations and even through live streaming but that's another topic but you know that was my absolutely my main reason was just like an interest in dating and meeting guys and what made me continue to stay was a different story but you know I think that had a lot to do more with my 
personal creative journey, which we could talk about later. And for me, Absolutely. yeah, for for me, it, it, the what what I found interesting was at the beginning, I definitely saw a different type of people out there. The energy was just different. The connections, the conversations, and my intentions. Yeah, for sure, my intentions were were, were different from the beginning because if you think about it. Now I don't even care for that connection of dating or uh, no, not at all. Or yeah, ho- or hooking up, especially so, especially through the app. But who knows? But I do have to say I did end up doing everything that I just said I wouldn't do now in 2021 because that was kind of the intention. So you met you met that goal uh, during that time period, and and you you made conclusions based off of achieving that goal so it, it kind of changed the course of live streaming for you which to be fair you know that was the same that sort of happened with me because anything you try for the first time that you've never experienced before you're gonna like you're gonna run into your expectations never meet the reality of what it is obviously and I think for the LGBTQ plus community that app really does serve um a much broader purpose in the sense of um, coming across people who because it's, it's a global app um, not only people within your own country that may have different views and familiarity with the community and then cultures that have different perspectives on on that community and um, I'm sure that was interesting Yeah, I, I think that that's the one main interesting thing that kept me kind of intrigued during the long time ago era of July 2021. It was just a whole different, it was a whole different vibe, different transition. The people were different, but the people that I, well, the one individual who I may or may not have met through the app, <laughs> but you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, is so you met one of, person. That one person is still kind of active. So it's just interesting to see how dynamics have changed. You know, it's kind of like running into someone that you went out on a date with or you have visited yeah. in, at your high school dance, but you see them at your local grocery store. Would you say that if you were to um, run into them in person again, Would it be cordial, or would you would you both kind of just act like nothing ever happened? I would acknowledge him. I would go up to him like, "Hey, you know," um, but I would kind of want to see if he would say something. And I, I and it's interesting because we did re- reconnect and rekindle because of those beginnings. You know, it was definitely some. It, it definitely was something that I can't forget. You know, because my intention, my intention came came true. It was my wish and my desire. I joined. Kick. So the, you're saying, yeah, that you this led to a second date of sorts over time. So like the first experience wasn't so. Um, what's the word? Uh, demagnetizing that you were willing to interact again with this person. 
it actually oh man i can't even answer that properly because it's so layered you know now that i'm thinking about it now that we're talking about the kick beginnings because we i think as streamers we don't necessarily sit down and reflect and talk because we're just constantly moving forward in a timeline you know what is the point of going back in the digital era so for me to actually like go into the details i knew that i there was a reason why i joined it was for dating and then meeting guys and then it turned into something else it turned into wanting to raise awareness and have conversations i think to me that led me to want to build more memories and there were certain there was a lot of memories for me so i guess what i want to know is for you what are some of your top 3 memorable moments of the kick beginnings well like the true self deprecating um anxious person that i can be <laughs> i look back on to okay my first mistakes shall we say or oopsies so i kind of i think i i honestly just went on you know i i got all cute and i had i, I had asked my friends who don't even live stream which was poor source of you know not to say that they're not intelligent or anything but they had no idea but i was like what do you think i should do and 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 the, the recommendation was well just go about your daily life like you would like people will pay <laughs> money to watch a beautiful girl do that and i was like okay so i decided i believe to just play my favorite music i may have done that and played a little bit of zelda with my roommate in the room um And then I think I I went to go paint my toenails on the porch. Oh my god. And How did I missed this. Yeah. So I I went out to go paint my toenails. Cuz at the time I mean I've always been into like taking care of my nails. I kind of like slacked off for a while, but um it was a nice sunny day obviously cuz it was summertime and I remember a lot of guys coming in immediately. Are you dominant? Ooh, you're beautiful. You know, just like lots of compliments, wow. which at the time I really needed. I had like and I didn't realize that this was kind of a big deal, but I had like I want to say almost 200 viewers my first live stream. Um I'm so I go to I I am too looking back because after that it wasn't quite like that. So um once i really got streaming regularly so anyways i had one streamer in there i just was kind of like talking to myself as i also brought this up to another streamer like because we both just kind of were talking to ourselves and then anyone that popped in were asking questions i would answer them i'd tell them about myself I, you know at the time it was it was just kind of a free space to just say whatever i i felt so in that first live stream experience i met dobby um and yes it, the dobby from harry potter was his profile <laughs> picture and he know. yes that was his profile picture and he plays the character very well and and dobby from kick has a foot fetish and i later found out an armpit fetish And we're okay and, with talking about him openly like this? 
Yeah, because we're not using his real name. Um, <laughs> and and to be fair, it, yeah, him in the streams. He he likes the notoriety. Let's just be real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wouldn't keep coming back. He was very excited to be in my box. He, like down the road, um, I was trying to clean out some some crazies and call out some crazy scammer streamers and I was I went through what I call my hellfire episode of making everybody in my stream box up and um, who, who didn't have a picture or who I had never interacted with on camera and uh, Dobby was wow. one he never showed his face so that was the first his face and we actually screenshot a picture together I still have it like it's, it's a great memory you know like one of the things I love about Dobby is he's, he he still visits me now and he he's always been super polite he's not a creep at all he never sends any like creepy pictures which is not the norm with kick um sure and then the other thing is i was streaming with my real name on the app my whole full government name oh and first and last not yeah, I didn't really understand what the difference. Was. I knew nothing. Yeah, I, I knew nothing. So I <laughs> I just used my name. And so Dobby's in there. Um, a Scottish gentleman named, I'll call him Tej. Um, okay. He is the father of two daughters, one who is on this autism spectrum disorder. So he would get on kind of late at night, have his drink and watch my streams. And he was another one who was very engaging and polite Dobby would just ask to be if I needed my feet rubbed or you know if, okay. if he could be my foot cushion or whatever yeah he would just add oh can I go do the dishes I'm like oh, okay um sure even though I, I knew in my head that I'm going to be doing the dishes because he's he lives in Egypt yeah. <laughs> yeah. um I was like all right I mean you know like to me, I just kind of accepted the fantasy that these people were playing out. I didn't, I didn't know to, to be like, gift me, you know, like, or whatever. I mean, you're not really supposed to do that anyways. Like, it's kind of yeah, a faux pas in kick streaming. Um, but yeah, they were my first two. And then there was another guy named Don, who's very similar to a viewer I have now, who only had a picture of his, his, um, bicep and he would always ask me to show my biceps he, he thought I for a skinny girl I have pretty big biceps <laughs> um, so that was a thing so and there's another guy named Steve with an owl picture he's been there since the beginning he's from the state I live in um, but yeah in that first stream I get recognized by somebody I had just recently met through my work at a work event. Oh we had just God. met then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is because he lit. This these are just like a few of your earlier memorable moments. You know. This is literally first, my first your stream. first one ever. Your first one ever. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When wow. I when I went on live by myself for the first time. So this he comes on and I recognize the name because he was like oh you're so and so from company and I I went yes 
are you so-and-so from company? And he was like, yes, I didn't know you were a streamer. I said, well, this is my very first time. I don't know. I'm not a professional streamer. I'm just trying it out. I I was like, you know, because of COVID, most single adults in our age group didn't really have, like, unless you're married with kids, didn't really have a social life. Right. So I was like, you know, I figured I'm not going to the bar. I got to meet people. Um, And he was like, oh, wow, great to see you. You look great. By the way, I have a huge crush on you. I got to go. Bye. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And that, that happened. The next thing that happened is someone got on there and was quickly able to get my VPN number off my iPhone. And then they, in the comments, put my direct address in the comments. (gasps) So I had to kick them out of the stream. Um, Oh my God. Yeah, it was was like low-key nightmare, but I just took it in stride. I was like, I mean, that's a pretty big thing. Well, I, to be fair, I I didn't really, I wasn't too worried, let's put it this way, because one of the reasons why is a friend of mine, I know a few people that work for the FBI, so like I, I, I have them on speed dial in case anything goes wrong. <laughs> wow, look at you. Um, yay for growing up in a government affiliated family <laughs> so um yeah so I, I i wasn't too too afraid and then um so that happened and then the next thing was is, oh i'm gonna go paint my toenails on the porch and of course dobby is like oh can you show us what color you're painting your toes because at, at that point he didn't really express it he just was kind of speaking like dobby like oh you are my goddess will you be my you know, I'll be your your little slave. And I was like, whatever you want to be, Dobby, that's fine. I don't really believe in slavery. Like, I, I try to, like, yeah, you know, sure. give him that satisfaction, but also, like, put out, you know, my true intentions. I live in the South. I don't want to be sitting here like, mm. yes, I have a slave. I just, no. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anybody that listening can misinterpret advice. that. That would be weird. So, anywho, I, um, I I was like, you can be my little helper, but I didn't know that in the agreement that you have to read every time you go on camera, it states that you do not show feet because it's a fetish and there are other apps that you can stream on and oh my God. provide that to an audience. Should, that's um, what he does? Does he go on those apps? For those things i'm sure yeah. he does yes um but i think he genuinely likes the fact that he you know how it is i think certain things go in levels like yeah when it comes to any sort of um intimate thing especially a kink there are levels to it and because it's taboo you know what i'm saying so like the taboo uh, that's very interesting actually that's that's, that's the taboo memorable. is the, very memorable. Moment. Yeah, it's kind of like okay, say your first intimate experience with a person, kissing, hugging, kissing. Then it's you know heavy petting, and then the deed 
or you know that's typically the the motion the layers of that um whereas like when it comes to kinks and fetishes you know you have you you join in a community like kick prior to live streaming there were groups where those things were shared kind of freely and then this live streaming part opened up and that was the main audience for people already on the app so he was one of those and i think for him even though he knew of these other websites it was really the excitement of maybe possibly getting a glimpse because the moment I showed my feet modbot saw that banned wow <laughs> that was my first so i made like all of all of the mistakes using my government name having my, my vpn turned on so my location was leaked um someone from work saw me streaming luckily i wasn't doing anything bad i was maybe being a little extra flirty and sexy and <laughs> you know just trying to gain the interest and sure if anyone harassed me i'd tell them what a stupid boy they were <laughs> you know yeah. that kind of thing some people deserve that <laughs> absolutely no no and it, it it was serving a purpose for me setting boundaries in relationships that i was not able to do in real life so what was it about the attention or or how did that well they all go your... in they they all, they all first of all they all tie in so so my one of my my first memorable moments was a specific guy that I went out on a date with and mm-hmm. he would come into my box a lot i'm not sure if we covered um yeah we did we covered it in the first episode if you guys are a little bit lost you know and you know or if you're just listening now there's an option as a kid live streamer where there's a little box uh, that is open to the viewers and they can tap in and they can join the conversation so he would come in often you know at first he would be flirty he would talk about suggestive things and i was into it so now that, that was the time when there was only one box right there there wasn't multiple boxes at that time i think so right yeah. I think so. Yeah, for sure. And like people would encourage us to like to like flirt and to, you know, keep it going and you know, we actually eventually kind of made it work and I'm being very open <laughs> talking about this, but that was very memorable for a reason because not only was we a streamer, but we aligned with a lot of the topics that I was still tapping into, which is my vibes now, spirituality, conspiracy theories and esoteric knowledge. Definitely. And how would the viewers yeah. kind of encourage you to 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 interact? Because that's a that's a um, an experience I had later on. But oh. I'm just curious, like, what was their way of? It was very well planned out. They were like, "Oh, he likes he likes what you're doing, you know. Put 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 the your shirt down a little bit or something, you know. It's very like kind of like seedy like that. But I but I was okay. With oh, so like kind of voyeuristic. Yeah, it was very voyeuristic, and I think that ties into my second answer with the attention. You know, I think that with attention, mm. for me, it was more about like maybe I was trying to um, explore with being maybe a version of Dom, <laughs> being like meant uh, spiritually and mentally, do- uh, spiritually and mystically and mentally Dom, where I control like the, how I seduce and how 
and how to like make it into a film setting you know it's like literally you're coming into my room my head my imagination and that was the attention okay so i'm curious now say i'm i'm said friend in your box you know i've requested the guest box i've hit the plus button you accept and you're how do you feel when you see me this person in the box um this person that i met how do i feel mm-hmm. uh, how, yeah what was the emotion you experienced it was very aroused and stimulated and connected in what way specifically like physically uh, physically for sure physically for sure but when we started talking that's when it became like very like cared for very like there's a man here who's actually willing to get in front of everybody considering his um sexual preference let's leave it at that considering his sexual preference he managed to get uh-huh. into a public platform to talk so openly and be flirty get no shirt on and just to continue expressing his his uh behaviors like that and I've never seen anything like that ever since to be honest I I kind of don't do that anymore I'm anti that Well was he was he okay so it you know in just in general like he, was he kind of like model esque or was he your not really not at all not at all you know like I wouldn't say like he's Is that what Mm-hmm. Were you? Did you ask him to get into the box shirtless, or is that just how he came in the first time? Oh, I didn't ask. Okay, so he just came in and was like, "Hello, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. no shirt." I did not ask, but but we had been talking before, uh, you know, like in the comment section. He just never, just never gotten. I actually don't remember like what came before that. It's kind of like a weird memory fog very interesting yeah is it, do, you, do you do you remember what you guys talked about prior to him getting in the box ever like is there anything that stood out in your mind like were you just like at, at this time because no, I know we you're talking. very select selective about who you let in your box now so at the time did you just let anyone in your box no no we were talking about, okay we were talking about um conspiracy theories and extraterrestrials and mind erasing and all that stuff and it's just so funny how we're going back in a cycle again you know it's uh-huh. that was the beginning of everything but it, but at that time i was much more open to talking about men gotcha so it was very flirty much like what we see with some of our friends exactly oh okay don't be embarrassed that's okay <laughs> not embarrassed i'm just saying that everything that i was i'm um, quiet <laughs> uh, yeah everything that i dragged everyone for like i realized like what this app does is that it made me realize that that was the beginning of my journey and everyone is is going through that same cycle because they're now just experimenting with it and i was just a part of the beginning of the journey it's a social experiment um yeah you know attention and the 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 online dating I, they they do connect but but one of the other bigger member memorable moments for me was that i was back then doing battle which I don't do at all random battles. I've never done a oh. random battle since 2021. I remember. Mm-hmm. I think you have done one or two, but you always ended up catching somebody you knew. I want to say that. But I think in general on the app what I 
seen so far is most people are not into it. There's some really good streamers that I love it, but for the most part, no. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, like because the the vibes were different. I think in the beginning of 2021, where random battles were kind of more more innocent. I wouldn't say innocent, but more varied. Yeah, more of like a variety. Now there's a lot more troll reach ratio. You know, when you do random battles. Or just new people that have that like literally press the button and walk away and don't say anything, or uh, it's, a, it's an underage person. Um, yeah, it gets it gets hairy out there. I don't know. It's been a while since I've done it. Uh, maybe we might have to go back a little bit and each do our own exploration of like do a challenge of doing you know having a goal in random battles again. Oh, I think that. That would be kind of fun. Like a social experiment with random battles. I don't know. Uh-huh. Maybe. We yeah. can come up with a plan so that there's some some methods. Like I can kind of teach you some of the things that I used to do. Sure. And vice versa. And that way we can gather. Because like props, cues, wow. like visual cues and things like that are so key to okay. random battles. So... I think that, you know, after doing a lot of reflection, you know, what led me to who I am now, I think that there were a lot of tricks that I didn't even know at that time and that I even ignored or found like, why is this streamer like, cause I'm so like, you know, you even said one time that I was like anti, anti kick, kick, kick streamer. And I was like, it's like kind of like, um, what I do is like revolutionize and, or attempt to, or be the little um the mouthy child but to me there were some tricks that worked for me in my advantage as a streamer i just didn't do it like other people and it works for them and there's a reason why people trend and why they're at the top what are some some things that you recognize about yourself as a streamer that really helped you become who you are today Well, um, so out of that first memory of all the mistakes that I made, um, I, the next thing that pops out in my mind, you know, going back to Dobby again, (laughs) is like kind of those people that consistently show up in, in your, your streams. And there, there are three that come to mind now that I still have in my streams um, to this day, which I I think is, I take pride in that because it's not a weird obsession necessarily. It's very comfortable. I don't feel threatened. There are some that, that came along the way that were like that. But in this case, I have Dobby, I've got TJ, and then another guy named Steve that, that always came in and they were the first to really interact with me and talk. And Dobby played the character of Dobby and then we have TJ the Scottish father who was up having his beers at night and kind of progressively getting a little more toasty and um and then Steve who also a father um, single oh God, father not you name dropping 
that's it. That's just it. What he went by. I don't. I don't I believe that's his real name. Okay. Some, I, I've never seen his. I think I saw his face when he boxed up once, and it was a long time ago. So, um, anyways, they were the th- th- that and um, Don the biceps. Those were my my regulars at the beginning, and they always drove the conversation in my streams, just asking me questions like recommending songs but they are also the first to tell me about bouncers because at the time there would be an onslaught of dick pictures um people requesting the box because i mean you just for me i just experimented with all of the aspects of the app you know like okay i see my box is ringing open it up guys jerking in my box click them out you know like just yeah, because you can get banned for things like that. Most of the time, that individual gets banned first. But uh, yeah, that part. You, eventually, yeah. the streamer can get banned for that. The streamer. So, anywho, yeah, that's when they were like, "Oh, why don't you make us bouncers?" And so I got, I was explained what a bouncer was, and so they could help me kick. And I believe. Dobby, TJ, and Don and Steve were my first bouncers. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I called them my wolf pack. Because <laughs> my, my username is Wolf Mother of Pups. Once I chose Divine Lunacy, Wolf Mother of Pups was... Oh, I'm not going to be DMing you now. <laughs> um... <laughs> Woo. Yeah, so I, I took, you know, like between having Dobby, my my helper, he liked to call himself my slave, um, and the, the fact that, you know, these men wanted to protect me, they were all very polite and, and whatnot, so um, I had a code word like, oh, the pack is hungry, so if a troll came in, I would kind of give them... Uh, whatever guff back like you know i'd react to the troll and tear him up and i'd let i tell everyone as a bouncer like now remember you're my wolf pack Mm -hmm. mama likes to play with her food before she gives you the scraps damn girl and that was their cue to kick what the hell yeah i mean i just came up with that on the spot that's and that worked that kind of goes into um some of my reasons what kept me going and what were some techniques you know that yeah. I think helped me improve as a streamer um I'm yeah. not sure if it's going to shock you but for anyone mm-hmm. really it's rituals you know yeah. um, that, and the rituals literally uh, and then for my, my my version of rituals and my and the version of kick rituals kind of go hand in hand because people did recommend that okay you know they liked my vibe and what I was doing they tried to suggest this and that but then they realized that I was myself and they collectively mm-hmm. said that you you yourself is going to be the reason why you're going to improve as a streamer because you have an originality you're not doing what they're telling you to do and people are experimenting selling content and doing all that but it's that's not like there's anything wrong with that but you know that was a reoccurring pattern for to for people to promote themselves other ways so i was like if they're promoting themselves other ways why can't i promote myself as a brand 
So that's when I started talking about my vintage brand, and I started showing clips of my favorite movies, random, just random clips of like dramatic Betty Davis screams and coming into the screen with Elizabeth Taylor's book cover in front of my face. And you know, what more can I, I love be? that? What more can I be myself if I'm not doing kabuki or theater? <laughs> you know, for people in different forms. So I think that definitely I, worked for me. I love that about you, and I think the more I hope that you tend to intend to incorporate more of that because I I can see your audience growing. It's a matter of I think in doing this podcast, it's helping me look back on what worked and what didn't work, and how can I revisit those things and kind of remember what what made me likable in the first place. Because I, I there's I think we can. With certainty, say the year mark is the the mark in which we have seen across the app a major um, yeah loss of motivation. Oh wow! Yeah, that just everyone is kind of yep makes a lot pump the brakes Mm -hmm. and doesn't have a lot to say. And I think it's because you get too involved or you get you realize what's going on in the app and well you start to tighten up. Well, that's why we all need to just take a little break. And, uh, you know, it's not like a continuous running machine. You know, kick is there for your own choice. And I think that, I think that, I, I feel like it's just an extension of, uh, of the real world. The real world. It is an extension of reality. It could be someone's reality if this is all they, they have. But, the beginning for, oh, for for me, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that right now we're also going through another beginning and we won't know it because yeah. that's probably why we're feeling this way and memories are resurfacing. It's, it's literally a cycle. Now. So I think we're entering a new phase of the app. Yes, yeah. I do too. What, how, how do you feel uh-huh. about that? Yeah, how do you, you know, I think this is a pretty great significant. To, yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that I started doing recently that I was doing less of for a while, um, but you know, after my flubs the first week of streaming and, and getting banned and all that stuff, I went, okay, I see an issue here. Because what I was thinking, I, I guess I just assumed that most of the people coming into my streams were also streamers themselves. Like I didn't know what a a VIP was. I didn't know what a bouncer was. I didn't know how to recognize who was a streamer, who wasn't. Mm. So that's why I went and started just looking at other streams. And to be fair, you know, just like you, I'm I'm not gonna, I I would look at other female streams, but I, I, at the time, there there was a group on there um I, i'm not going to say names in case they have a yeah, sure a case going on but the rumor had this particular group was led by one man who was very high on the app at the time and he would collect a lot of very beautiful busty Oops. Uh, foreign streamers, mostly from Brazil, um, some from 
Eastern countries like the Philippines and whatnot. And then he had a lot of female VIP gifters. And um, this, this is a trend that was very present at the beginning of the app. Um, these top streamers were often men running the show. They would have like a family of theirs kind of lifting up them up as the top and putting them through competitions but then they had like their minions which were these gorgeous women collecting all these diamonds and things like that from guys watching and they would just kind of sit there bouncing their breasts wearing skimpy clothes and that that talking flirty yeah and just doing whatever was asked yeah yeah it's not nearly as present as it once was because that guy got shut down for the most part a lot of his indiscretions were leaked and gifters left and he definitely lost a lot of support um you don't really see him on the app anymore um yeah so that was one thing that was going on so you would have those guys and then the girls so i'd watch some of the girls just to see what was going on um but then I, you know, I was also interested in what the guys were up to. Like, you know, oh, here's a cute guy. Let me go see what he's doing. Yeah, I well, can't most... say that I haven't done that. I've done it several times. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first, you know, I just kind of went for like, you know, we were talking about like our ideal like expectation in our head. Like, what are we most attracted to? So I just found who I thought to be was the most attractive streamer at the time. Oh. Um, E-steak <laughs> was it. Oh, I know who that <laughs> um, is. And yeah, um, he and I actually became. I I don't really talk to him that much anymore. I, I don't have any issues with him. Um, but I I remember going into his stream and the first thing I observed, and I've told him this too, is like he. He was just like laying around in the sun with his long hair, a very good looking man, very well built. His picture is definitely like a thirst trap. He's, you know, yeah, very muscly, tan, beard. Um, and I went in and he wasn't really talking to anyone except if somebody would gift him. And if somebody gifted him he would notice another name be like oh you know don't you want to be the number one gifter it was almost like he was trying to get them to compete with each other which is another that's that's another yeah it is a tactic and it's a very common one that you would see especially back then i still see it i still see it from certain people Hmm. i do too but it's definitely much more frowned upon like it's it's i mean it's rude so anyways um i was like well this is boring and then I found another one, um, a Canadian male streamer who had a female in his box um, who happened to be indigenous, which for me, I'm in- indigenous. And my tribe is in Canada, um, which is where her tribe is, just on the other side of Canada. Oh. And I started chatting to them in the comments, and they seemed very friendly, very chill. Definitely seemed to be sharing lots of silly jokes and stories and that, you know, it's just very warm and welcoming is, is, is the vibe I got. And even the people in the comments, um, shrugs, cat, they were all, 
they were in the comments there too. It was, it, it was like a nice little like family feeling community. Like they knew each other pretty well. Hellacious was even in there. Um, and Oop. what? Nothing. I just, um, I thought you said something else. Oh, okay. But anyways, they were all viewers. I'd never seen their faces. I just that the streamer and then the woman that was in the box. And I thought he was kind of cute and funny. And um, he seemed to give a lot of advice. Uh, you know, he meant, I told him about me getting banned because of my feet. He was like, yeah, so you want to be careful with this. And he was very helpful in the, in the information that he gave. Um, but that kind of became the center of the interaction, like very much like, this is what I think you should do. This is what I think you should do. Um, and I I was like, okay, you know, and I I really listened, but I, I noticed that that was kind of a trend with a lot of streamers. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. How, how are we on time? What are you thinking? Um, I think that we should wrap very soon, like within like a minute or two. So if you can have a, okay. a, a point, um, a closing point, a sentence or two, and then I'll, I'll jump in and close. Okay. So to, to really wrap it all up, going and viewing other streamers' streams, asking questions about, you know, diamond conversion, um, what does the VIP mean? What are the rules you need to follow? Um what do you find works best with your viewers and that sort of thing um, without straying too far from my unique personality. Um, those sorts of things are, are what got me exploring the app more and I guess we can get more into what that was and what I started to notice in the next episode. Definitely. I think that we definitely talked about the kick beginnings and the first time for us breaking our kick live streaming cherries but <laughs> yeah we will definitely be exploring a lot more topics in future episodes and uh, hopefully getting some guests involved we decided to come in with the entrance with the introductory episode and this was just breaking down a little summary of our kick experiences so is there anything you'd like to say before we go divine well, if you're listening and, and you're not a streamer or you've never experienced Kick um, and you're curious about some of the things that we're talking about, um, I recommend downloading the app if you have time and checking it out and visiting our streams, letting us know. It will help give you a better perspective of what we're talking about. And if you are a streamer mm -hmm. and we have spoken on anything that you feel might need a correction or we've we've kind of maybe explained things incorrectly yes because admittedly both campy and i are speaking from our own experiences we are not experts yeah. on kick by any means At these are just all. our experiences and our observations mm -hmm. and we're still learning so mm -hmm. please feedback um and constructive criticism are definitely welcome because thank you. That yeah, will make the story that much better. Right? Yeah, we we certainly know 
ins and outs from our own personal observations, but we can't speak on the behalf of the app. But it is definitely a revelations of live streaming. That is all for tonight. Have a great evening, guys. Or a good day. Depending when you're listening.